Hey, Mama, wouldn't you like to pause from your busy day and listen in to experts and homeschool parents like you about the beautiful world of homeschooling? This new podcast is designed for you. Each episode connects you to the best conversations that will give you courage and fill your cup so you can keep pouring into your family every single day. Introducing the Hey Mama Homeschool Show, brought to you by The Old Schoolhouse, your trusted homeschool partner for over 20 years. Hello, this is Deborah Wooler. Welcome to the Hey Mama Homeschool Show podcast. Today's episode, we are asking the question, how should we celebrate the homeschool mom? Well, that's a loaded question, but I think there are lots of reasons to be celebrating the homeschool mom. Uh, there's, we could start with just the homeschool mom's faith, faith in God, um, because homeschooling is done in faith. We don't see the future of our children. We don't even see what's going to happen tomorrow with our own lives. And um, yet we have taken these children home and we are homeschooling them by faith. And so that is worth celebrating. It, it's also worth celebrating uh, the obedience, the obedience of the homeschool mom to do what is best for that child, to, to hear what God has to say, what is best for that child and to um, care for that child. You know, we care for these children you homeschool mom, you care for your kids. That's why you brought your kids home because you want what is best for them and you want what is best uh, for their education. Um, you want to be the one who trains them and disciples them. And that is all worth celebrating. You're homeschooling because you love God and you love your children. And of course you want what's best. So that is definitely worth celebrating. You know what else is worth celebrating the fact that uh, you, as a homeschool mom, you can be tired, beyond tired, but you press through the hard things anyway. You persevere, you're patient, you're always learning, you're learning with your children. Um, it reminds me of the scripture in 2 Corinthians 4, verses 8 through 10, where it says this, that we are troubled on every side. And yes, sometimes homeschooling has trouble on every side, but you're not distressed. The homeschool mom is not distressed. You can be perplexed, but you're not given to despair. You can be persecuted, but you know you're not forsaken. You can be cast down, but you know that you are not destroyed. So that, so that the death and life of Jesus is evident in you. And so that is the gospel. The life and death of Jesus is the gospel. His death bringing forth life in you is the gospel. And that is evident in you as you respond to life's troubles and persecutions and uh, being cast down. Um, you respond to that knowing who your God is, that there is life in you in Jesus. And so you know you're not given to be, you don't have to be distressed. You don't have to be in despair or feeling forsaken. You know, there's a lot for us to celebrate there too. The fact that we are giving our children the gospel by how we respond to these situations is, is life. And the, and God says, well done. He celebrates that. He celebrates that in you. Um, sometimes, you know, motherhood is just quite 
the job. I mean, it is heavy, hard work, you know, you, and, and, and here you are as a mom, you are doing all the things. You're not just mothering, you're, you're teaching and learning and educating and discipling and disciplining and, and cleaning and cooking and all those things, you know, but you press through, you know, even when you have a splitting headache, um, and yet you have sick children to take care of, you are going to be taking care of those children. You know, if you have a child who's not cooperating, you're going to do everything you can to show mercy and grace and work through the issue with that child because you love them. That is worth celebrating. You have a toddler who wants to play with you and teenagers who want to talk to you and all of those at inconvenient times, mind you, but you're going to stop what you are doing and you're going to spend that time with those kids because you love them and that is worth celebrating you uh let's say you have to make dinner this is you know a scenario at my house and it's after 7 p.m oh my goodness and you have a house that looks like a, a tornado hit it and you don't even know what to do or where to start <laughs> and you certainly don't feel very virtuous or joyous sometimes you know that's the job of motherhood and um, it's not always easy, and it doesn't always sound all that glorious or worthy of celebration, but, you know, that can just be a scenario, you know, of just one moment in one day where you're feeling uh, out of sorts and, you know, overwhelmed in your busy motherhood life, and oftentimes, you know, I can look back and see the many things I did wrong, but I can also see the few things I did right. And the few things that were right were those that were the eternal things. They were the times when I stopped to create or honor that relationship over the rules and the schedules and, and the things that I had to get done right now. You know, um, they were the times when I prayed with a child rather than scolded them, you know, and they were, they were the times when I memorized scripture with the kids or sang hymns with them um, or worship music at bedtime, you know, and just praying over them instead of just, you know, waiting for my, uh, you know, waiting for them to hurry up and get to sleep so I can have time to myself. Those are the times, those are the eternal times that God celebrates and, um, and that makes it all worth it. Those are the eternal things that we do, you know, if we, you know, make it through one, one day, say in our own strength and, and we feel like we got a lot accomplished and, and we can go, yay, I did it. I got through this day I checked all the boxes off. Um, you know, we can say bravo. We feel like, okay, that's a day we can be celebrated, but more often than not, our strength is going to fail before we even come to the end of the day, you know, our, um, resources are going to run out <laughs> before the day runs out. But it's in those moments that his strength is going to be made perfect in our weaknesses so that we can celebrate even in those times so that we, you know, not only just make it through the job of motherhood, but we come out victorious because we've done the eternal things where there's joy and victory in motherhood. Because when we're doing um, all of the serving that we're doing, and if we're doing it for, uh, for him and through him and with him, then anything, anything that we have done any day that, that in that, um, in that way is worthy of celebration because it's, 
it's God whom we celebrate. <laughs> He's the one. We, truly, we can do nothing without him. So we want to ask the Lord, you know, to make us joyful mothers of children. You know, sometimes we look at the job of motherhood and it's so overwhelming that we lose our joy. We're going to ask the Lord to make us joyful mothers of children as only he can do. Uh, it's in... Um, it's in Psalms 113, verse 9, where it says, He makes the barren woman to keep house and to be a joyful mother of children. Praise ye the Lord. That's what that verse says in Psalm 113, 9. He makes us keepers of our homes and he makes us joyful mothers of children. So ask him, if you don't have that joy, ask him to give you that joy, the joy of your salvation, uh, the joy of knowing that God um, made you a joyful mother of children. So he gave you these children because he knew uh, that for such a time as this, he raised you up <laughs> to be their mother. And uh, we can celebrate that, that he did that and he is going to work through us um, in all of those ways. So the function, the functions of motherhood are obviously important. Um, but the main thing is that we give all glory to God in how we respond to all those things that press on us. So giving him glory in our everyday lives is what our children will remember and what's going to matter for eternity. So, you know, we give him the glory instead of seeking glory for ourselves. We are going to give him the glory. You know, sometimes we feel like, Am I the only one serving here, you know, and am I the only one dying to self in this home, you know, and we, we, we sort of get this martyr syndrome going, and we can focus on ourselves, and then it can really bring us down. But if we know that all the glory for all the serving we do belongs to God, because we really can't do anything without him, and in our weakness, his strength comes through, um, and we give him the glory for that. That is what the kids are going to remember. They're going to rise up and call us blessed. There will be a day when they do that, you know, and God's not going to just say when you, you come before him, he's not going to say, well done, you were a mother, <laughs> you know, he's going to hopefully say, well done, you were a good and faithful servant and you made my son known to those I gave you, you know, um, if we place too much importance on um, our office as mothers and all the duties we have to do, rather than just being the good and faithful servant that God has made us to be, um, then the danger is that our focus can become skewed and our emotions become entangled and then we're a mess. So, you know, we start to begin like, uh, begin to feel like we deserve to be treated well, rather than the better focus of treating others well, you know, um, and we feel like maybe we deserve recognition for these sacrifices rather than being like Jesus who laid down his life, who was made of no reputation. He laid it all down for us. You know, he calls us to live that cr cross-centered life also to pick up our cross and follow him. You know, uh, the glory and the celebration will really come one day when we stand before him right now, we may not ever feel that celebration. Um, 
here. You know, people may not even say kind things to us for being mothers and children. We hear some pretty hard things sometimes, right? Um, so the the world will say, you have wasted your life being a mother here. <laughs> You're, you know, we know that it's not true. Um, so what is the danger of maybe just one day focusing on, you know, ourselves and celebrating mothers? Um, I don't know. I think, I think for one thing, all of these earthly made up days and <laughs> rites of celebration, um, they can be dangerous in this is that if they are not met satisfactorily, you know, in our eyes, you know, if we feel like we weren't celebrated properly, then we're going to become disappointed and angry and, um, against those that we love, the ones that we're called to love and serve, we're going to become disappointed in because they didn't celebrate us properly. You know, instead of changing our focus to celebrating God for actually helping us in this, um, <laughs> this, this grand um, calling of motherhood he has given us. So if we can just change our focus to you know, knowing that everything we do is done for him and through him and with him, then any day is worthy of celebration because it's him whom we celebrate, right? We can avoid all those trappings of anger and disappointment when we are not celebrated as we think we should be. Um, because all the glory, which rightly belongs to God, is rightly given to him <laughs> and not us, you know, for truly we can't do anything without him. And truly there is no one good, not even one, not even me. <laughs> so this country, you know, applauds mothers once a year. And so do we, we, we applaud you as well, but heaven, think about this. Heaven applauds mothers every day, you know, every day that you bring your children to God, every day that you share the word of God with them, every day that you pray with them, every day that you bring them into his presence, heaven applauds you. You know, maybe no one else ever cares, <laughs> you know, or, or acts like they care about what you're doing. But this calling of motherhood is so extremely important um, because we are asked to represent Christ and to bring our children to him. Um, so our heavenly father cares tremendously and he, you know, gives us all that we need to do the task he's called us to do. If we would just come to him, you know, he implores us throughout the scriptures, come to me and I will give you rest for your, for your weary soul, but we must come. You know, I want to share with you, um, or remind you of the scripture in well, it's, a, it's in Mark 14, and it's also in Matthew 26. It's this story of the woman who had the expensive ointment, and she poured it um, on Jesus' head to anoint him. And um, everyone around her was saying, wow, what a waste. You know, that that ointment could, be, could have been sold and, you know, money given to the poor. Something else could have been done with that. But that was a whole life savings that she just poured out. And, and um, uh, it's, it's sort of like motherhood. <laughs> we are pouring out our life savings. This is what we were created to do. And all of our life wraps around this pouring out that we're doing. And we're doing it for Christ. We are doing it for him. You know, she, um, the woman was pouring it out on Jesus and Jesus said, she's anointing me for my, um, uh, death. And, um, 
And so she was preparing him for his, his death and his resurrection. She was preparing him for that, you know, and here, and this is what we're doing with our children too. We are preparing our children to receive the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ in their own life. We are giving them the gospel and that is the most important thing. And Jesus said about this woman, he said, wherever this gospel is preached in the whole world, it will also be told what this woman has done as a memorial of her. And, you know, when, when you are gone and whether that's, um, you know, if you die today, tomorrow, 10 years, 50 years, <laughs> you're the, the ones who remain are going to be talking about you and um, are going to remembering all that you have done, that you gave them the gospel, that you showed them who Christ was. And um, it reminds me also of John 17. It's where Jesus is talking to his father. It's like the last recorded prayer with his father before he actually dies. And um, he is saying to his father, you know, I have, I have, kept all that you've given me of the, he's talking about the disciples. I've kept them all. I have shared with them who you are. I have declared to them your name. Um, I've done what you've asked me to do. And I want them to know that you love them as much as you love me. And, you know, this is our goal as mothers as well, to share with our children, to share who their heavenly father is, to declare his name to them and to let them know that they are loved as much as God loves his own son is, is the same love that he has for those children. And when we share all of that with our children, heaven celebrates, God celebrates. This is when God says, well done, uh, you have done what I've asked you to do. You have declared to them my name. And um, and that is so worth celebrating. And the world may say, what a waste. What a waste. You could have done this with your life. You could have, you know, you, you gave up your uh, college degree for, you know, to stay home with your kids. What a waste. Or you you had this great job and you gave up this, you know, uh, um, important duty you were doing, you know, but what a waste, you know, the world will say that, but you know what God says? Well done. You've declared to them. You've kept who I've given to you. You've shown them who I am. You've declared to them my name and you have shown them my love for them. And that if no one on earth celebrates you, heaven celebrates you and we celebrate you too. The Lord bless you. We want to come come alongside you and support you in any way we can. And um, one of those ways is through this podcast. Um, so go ahead and check out the show notes um, at homeschoolshow.com. And you will find links to all kinds of other articles and resources uh, relating to the homeschool mom uh, and all that that entails. So also look for your um, email from the homeschool minute this week. That's going to be talking about the same topic of how should we celebrate the homeschool mom mom. And um, you'll be hearing from different authors and their opinions on that. So that is in the homeschool minute. If you haven't signed up for that, go to thehomeschoolminute.com and sign up for that. And also a few more episodes that are coming up soon is the next one is help when special needs are hard and they are. 
Um, and the next episode after that is called Remembering Why We Homeschool. Important to always remember why we're homeschooling. And then <clears throat> the third one is Living Books and Good Literature. What are they? So we have great things um, in store for you. So let's let's close this in prayer. Father God, I just pray for every homeschool mom and family and children that are represented here. God, that you would bless them. You would pour out a blessing upon them. Let them know that they are supported, they are celebrated, um, that they are helped, that you are their helper, that you love them as much as you love your son. And you have given them all that they need for life and godliness through your word and through your son and through your people. And um, thank you again for this time in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you.